0: This South Point 400 Underdog Fantasy Picks Edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick'em scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500 dollars were also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Driver! Start your out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh in- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things.
1: now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody
0: Zeeb. we are back again for the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he as always is cody Zeeb. I still Emrod Gomez, and we still are vivaing Las Vegas, if that's the f- proper phrase. I I don't
1: know. That's I just, da- I just checked. That. Definitely in the dictionary.
0: viva Las <laughs> Vegas. I, I will say, and I don't know if we talked about this on the, the cup or the recap or if it was just offline. The days blur together. But um, I, I do love Las Vegas. I mean, I used to go there. Pretty much twice a year, every year, from 8 to 18, my grandparents lived in that region, in that vicinity. And so we would spend summers, we would spend Christmases out in Las Vegas. I watched that city go from, like, just, I don't know, the the strip with a few uh, casinos to now what it is, is the mecca of all gambling, sports betting and everything. I have not been out there, though, in several years and i think the last time i went out there was my brother's um my brother's wedding i missed that place man i need to get back out there it's it's been far too long i know i love vegas and i know you've spent some time out there as well
1: uh, i hate to admit it rod actually i've never been to las what? vegas i know big gambling guy uh yeah just i don't know it's not ever uh just not had the chance i guess you could say life, I get it. life gets in the way sometimes and uh, but now you know we got the show. We got to meet out there. If it's not far from you, I can definitely hop on a plane and get out there. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely we definitely meeting out there for a race. You can you can show me the ropes. You started at eight. Jeez, got that DJing in you early with uh, going to Las Vegas at eight.
0: So my uncle worked at the MGM. Like he was, oh, he started nice. he started working in uh, in low stakes, and then ended up working baccarat, and then he became a pit boss and. I mean, he's he was a pretty big deal in in MGM for what it was worth, and uh, yeah, I mean, I and I grew up with my uncle. He would you know continuously go and play slots, and I mean, yeah, I had the bug early, man. I had my own like toy slot machine that they bought me from from the gift Hell station. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: a toy slamish. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I and and honestly, I still lost at that point. So uh, that's how it works. I kept feeding quarters in it, and and it was supposed to be a piggy bank. They told me, but I don't know where the money kept going. So I was like, wait, I, if I'm not getting paid back, then where's this going? And they're like, uh, exactly. Welcome that's, to adulthood. Uh,
1: Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is why you don't gamble, child. And
0: then some old lady came and took it, and she won. I don't, I don't know. She was waiting for me to put it down, I'm old
1: lady. They, they know how to hit the machines just right.
0: <laughs> she felt the heat, and she was like, I know. I know it's there, but anyways, we digress. Yes, it is, of course, the South Point 400. Back to Vegas for the second time. We are, of course, breaking down our favorite underdog plays for this slate. We're going to give you three each, as we have done for the last few weeks and will for the considerable future. Um, not just because they're our sponsor, but because this is an avenue that no one else is really delving into. So, this is another edge that you guys can get and another way for you to enjoy the race and, and win money. Because, again, I don't know any other show that's giving you underdog fantasy picks um, because it's such a simple platform. If you haven't done it before, if this is your first time tuning into this episode, underdog fantasy has Pick 'em where you get a finishing position for a driver. You pick whether or not they're going to finish better than or worse than, higher than, or lower than that finishing position. You can stack up to five picks to multiply your winnings. Uh, and then they got Scorchers, right, which we just talked about, which is another way for you to uh, to get up there and, uh, and turn yeah, $5.500. Uh,
1: we need some NASCAR Scorchers. I haven't seen any Scorchers in the NASCAR department yet, but... Uh We'll, we'll work on that.
0: Yeah. No. And again, but then this is the great part about it too is that we've, uh, if you've heard this before, sorry, I know we just got to get the housekeeping out of the way. But if you want, you could even mix with pick'em football and NASCAR and hockey now and whatever I else.
1: Yeah, uh, I think we should toss in a N na- or uh, an yeah. NFL one with oh, our pick. Yeah, just let's do that. Hell. Like, why not? We can, right? right yeah, it's our show. <laughs>
0: What are, exactly. What are they gonna Tell us no. Um. Yeah. We could. T- well. Let's let's toss in one, and then All maybe right. even an, a NASCAR or not NASCAR, but uh, NHL. Okay. If we're feeling froggy.
1: It's, yeah. I'll leave that to you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, uh. Sidney Crosby. I know one in a in an, an NHL player. So. You know fun. one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't know if I can name another one. Is there a Kane guy? Does he still play?
0: Uh. Kane still does. Uh, I believe. I think okay. he plays there actually um, not whew. for not for Las who? Vegas anymore. <laughs> uh so i
1: thought last i knew he played for the blackhawks i think so
0: yeah then he (laughs) ended up playing for vegas so i could be mistaken
1: i had i got to Carrie underwood's husband i think he plays for somebody so that's three uh so does so does candace
0: cameron's uh husband
1: jeez look we're almost up to a whole team i don't even know how many play on a team <laughs> i don't know anything about hockey so there is that
0: <laughs> we digress for sure no i need it. to listen
1: to the nhl
0: gambling podcast a little more. that is a, ho- i think it's the hockey gambling podcast but. solid endorsement yeah the hockey gambling <laughs> podcast for sure uh but yeah so we'll give you three you can use you know any one of those pick choose whatever uh build your own five-time payout like that scorchers man five to five hundred just dig around it's it's a it's a great deal but yeah, again, it's this is another fun way to get involved in in NASCAR in the fantasy space because obviously you guys are playing fantasy over there for for uh, NASCAR fantasy. Uh, we get the DFS side of it now. We have underdog, where I mean, they do not want us to equate it to prop betting, but if you are really unfamiliar with it, it it is a parallel to prop betting because you are getting a position. You are having to take one side or the other of it. And that's really where the similarities stop. I mean, obviously this is not gambling. Underdog is available almost all over the place. So you can get it where maybe states you can't get gambling, <coughs> California. Um, so it's a great way to sort of get that, scratch that itch and, and do it legally and have some fun with it. So that's our, that's our, commercial on underdog before we give you our official underdog read later
1: yeah exactly and again not playing against a bunch of people it's not like dfs pool it's just you're playing against yourself you hit you hit it's good as that got the insurance play right so if you if you have four picks you only get three of them right if you play with the insurance you can you can still win so i think it's great
0: i think it's fantastic which is why we continue to give you our favorite picks from them so um no real news to get to obviously uh we we kind of covered it all with the last few episodes so I think there's nothing left to do Cody but to start giving out our favorite plays correct do it all right let's do it Let's do it I'm ready well then let's do it but first uh, uh, let me officially tell you about underdog fantasy it's got a way to play alongside of your favorite football teams or drive alongside your favorite drivers all season long and just like we said underdog has introduced scorchers go five for five and pick them scorchers you're gonna get a spicy 100 times payout and for a limited time Underdog is extending your first deposit bonus up to $500. Can't even stress how awesome that is. Free money is good money. Not only that, $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to wake up uh, $10,000 richer. We're going to give you all of our favorite underdog plays uh, in this episode, so hang tight, watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. We are brought to you by Manscaped, who has taken a step up from Halloween to bring you the bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble. Manscaped's all new handyman is the best way to get rid of all that stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin-safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code SGP for 20% off and free shipping. Look, I know it's spooky season, guys, but you do not want to scare people off with a scraggly beard. Nope. Give them something to look at with Manscaped Handyman. Are you tired of bad razors making your neck look like a scary movie? With the Handyman Skin Safe technology, it's going to reduce the nicks and cuts. You can finally feel confident when going out for that close shave. For my wolf men out there with a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your main plus the cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard so no more drawer full of extra add-ons collecting cobwebs look right now go to this site get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code sgp at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code sgp for a look as sweet as candy get yourself the handyman from manscaped always love when manscaped is back it's fun
1: one of the one of the most fun ad reads there
0: is no it kind of is that. it kind of is i like that little ram that the, the the rhyme that they got going on there for halloween this is a yeah it's fun now granted for me i just like to get the clean shave so it doesn't really matter i, I like their their close enough shave but for you my friend beard trimmer it is my friend
1: beard trimmer it is i love it all right rod are we ready to get into some picks?
0: I want to get into some underdog fantasy picks. Cody, lead us off.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> all right. I am going to start with, uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go, Rod. I've got it all screwed Too up. Too many baby.
0: tabs open on your phone?
1: Too many tabs open in one place. Bubba Wallace, finishing position of 10, Rod. Oh, man, I love it. Better than, obviously, if you've listened this week, the DFS show I talked about him, the betting show I talked about him, love bubble wallace this weekend third place at texas he led 111 laps in that race kansas again he had a bad finish but he was running second in stage one second place when that tire blew out likely would have had a result better than 10th place had the tire not blown seventh place at darlington fourth at charlotte fourth at kansas one uh fourth here at texas in the earth not texas we're in las vegas this time fourth here at t- las vegas in the spring um and he's been good here in the past, even in the 43 car at 2020. He had a sixth place finish here. Uh love, love, love. First of all, Toyotas this weekend. Big on Toyota's big on 2311. Um, and Bubba Wallace better than 10th place. Love it. He is very, 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 very good at intermediate tracks. Uh, and yeah, I think better than 10th, I, I would take this at a better number or at a a higher number than 10th, I would still do better then. So, uh, or a lower number, I guess would be <laughs> whatever I would take it no matter what I'd love. Bubba.
0: <laughs> you know, and, and we talked about it too, on the betting episode, as far as he now really is, or was it the DFS? One of those, but we, we talked about him in that, you know, now it's over, right? I mean, the, the championship run is over a season obviously is not over, but the championship run is over. I know that you gotta, you gotta feel good when Michael Jordan is still gonna endorse you heading into next year, right? I mean, you, you have to know that you have a spot, you're not losing it. So now the rest of this season becomes a teachable moment for Bubba Wallace and Booty Baker. It, it becomes uh, Booty Barker. I keep saying Baker, um, Booty Barker. But it, it it becomes a teachable moment for them, right? For for being able to mold Bubba into what he should become later on in his career. So and he's had a promising one so far, right? It's not as if this has been a, a bad career that they've got to try to coerce into something uh better. I think he's gonna be on to bigger and better things. And it starts this week and yeah, ninth place finish for him, I think is well within his reach. So Yeah.
1: And we know how he looks after he's not in the playoffs because he didn't make the playoffs last year, won that Kansas race. So It's not like they're packing it up and going home. He was strong after not making the playoffs, had a good race. I think that he shows up and and is in, really, I mean, go back and listen to the betting episode. I think he's in contention to win this race on Sunday.
0: I agree. Uh, Okay, Um, here's the thing. This next one, I'm I'm actually going to give you a couple of of drivers uh, from the same team, and obviously when I say the first one, you're going to go to the second one, but I think they're going to go in different directions, this this, uh, race in particular. Uh, and I'm going to start with Brad Keselowski. His finishing position is ninth right now. I'm going to go higher than ninth place. I made a little case for him on the betting episode uh, exactly where I think he may end up finishing. But my my thing is, when is it going to be his turn, right? I mean, we've watched him and Chris Busher kind of go at it back and forth over the last few races uh, as far as who's been finishing better. Obviously, we know Busher had the better end of it uh, a few times, but Brad Kozlowski has been right there almost every single time. And in some cases actually helping him to the win or to that better finish. Right. So at this point, the slingshot, I mean, he's got to feel like Cal Otten, right? He's like, when is it going to be, my? maybe, maybe, maybe Chris Buescher, if you could just once let me win, that would be great. Right. And I know Chris Busher's probably like, but, but then I wouldn't win. And then Brad's like, Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Never mind. Um, that's stupid anyways, but no, I think Brad Keselowski on this track in particular, right? Three wins in his career in 20 starts. Um, that's already a 15% win, uh, um, percentage, which is kind of not bad. Actually 15% of the time you step on the track, you win, uh, eight top fives, 12 top tens. He did have a pretty good stretch there of top 10 finishes between 2013. He had almost, uh, was it seven years of, of top 10 finishes um, and and they you know come here twice so that's a, a decent stretch of time between 2013 and 2020. Uh, he had a third place finish he won seventh place he won fifth place sixth place he won second third and seventh right a 13th place finish in the fall of 2020 so not really uh, uh, indicative of a win there but second place in 2021, seventh in 2021 in the fall. Um, but he's led laps more importantly that's the thing he's led uh laps around this 321 to be exact so he's he's in the mix and he's in the front most of the races that he's in this this particular race in fact uh he led 89 laps in 2017 on way to a fifth place finish after starting on the pole so brad keselowski traditionally good on this track and all we're asking him to do is get inside of the top 10 and i mean inside the top 10 so we want Uh, a ninth place finish or better so I think what we're gonna hope for is for Brad Kozlowski to get a a top six maybe a top five and again I made a case earlier in the week for him to even do better than that so um, yeah I think uh, inside the top nine is a good spot for for Brad Kozlowski this week
1: yeah I mean again what have you done for me lately on intermediates seventh at Texas sixth at Darlington uh kansas he was ninth fourth at uh michigan so he's had some pretty good solid runs up there inside the top 10 um at at the intermediate so i think it's a good one
0: indeed uh all right cody uh we got time for one more each or no let's let's just do this let's let's take care of uh, some housekeeping and then we'll get back to uh our picks but Let's tell you first. You're going to
1: manscape right now, Rob.
0: I'm going to manscape right now. So that's why I threw this you up.
1: That's some housekeeping.
0: I did. I did. Actually, I threw this up so you guys couldn't see what the, what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, no, I'm going to tell you about Hall of Fame bets, which is, uh, you know, equally as good. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. You can research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get fifty percent off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame Bets.
1: <laughs> that was quick. You're fast, Rod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? A uh, li- little less hair on the on the face at this point. <laughs> Oh my God! That At was least funny. it's just
1: the face this time. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the good thing about this manscaped read. <laughs> my
0: my favorite part of the whole thing is that when Justin says, "Oh, I'm so glad this time Miranda won't have to blush because uh, she won't have to read the the Halloween read." Yeah, which is
1: yeah. I, well, I think she was looking. She's been looking forward to a manscaped read. I think is what
0: he was saying.
1: And then yeah. It's just for the face, so I don't know if she was disappointed in that. or.
0: That's so funny. I love it. That, and of course, Hilarious we're speaking so. of Justin and Miranda, our favorite uh, podcast host of the old-fashioned fantasy football podcast. So uh, great stuff. That right. is right. All right, Cody, where are we going next?
1: All right, next up for me, I'm going to go to Chase Elliott. Uh, again, a guy we've been talking about a lot lately just because not being priced where he should be, I don't think. Uh, they've got him at better than eight, which is is probably just about appropriate for, for Chase Elliott's. Um, But you go back and you look seven races in a row. He's finished 11th place or better. He was 11th at Texas, but 6th at Kansas, uh, 4th at Nashville, 7th at Kansas in the spring. Didn't come to this race in the spring like we talked about. Got hurt that weekend. Um, But from Ryan over at iFantasy Racing, over the last 17 races since Sonoma, Chase Elliott has the most top 10 finishes, 11 out of 17, and the most top 15 finishes 15 of 17 races he's finished in the top 15 nobody's been more consistent than chase elliott since that sonoma race it's not been the flashiest he's not leading the most laps he's not winning the races but they are consistently running well that's all we need him to do i mean this is kind of the perfect scenario of he's he's kind of in limbo right there where i'm sure they're still taking plenty of action on him to win because he's popular but they're not having to pay it out but we can just keep Getting digging in on these top 10 finishes. Again, that was one of them we talked about on the betting episode because it's just not priced where it should be for as good as he has been doing. This one is is better than eighth place. I think that uh, as part of that top 10, he can work his way into the top eight. So give me Chase Elliott better than 8.0 finishing position.
0: And so we, we talked about it too as far as Hendrick is concerned on this track in general where Bowman... Well, Bowman is I guess in the conversation, but Byron and Larson both are expected to be fast. I think all four of these cars are going to be fast.
1: Hendrick one, two, three at in the spring race here they were they were the top three finishers and and then Barry struggled in the nine again. We talked about that earlier in the week. He was tossed in that ride last second. I think it was Friday that Elliott had that accident, and you know Sunday Barry was racing, just you know not not enough time to even put his own seat or anything in there. So. Uh, a little hard to expect much from them then, and he improved after that. But Hendrick was very, very good here in the spring.
0: Yeah, I don't know that you can win an NASCAR race with a booster seat in the. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you can do that. But uh, actually, I, to be honest with you, I know I've been, uh, I've been up close and personal with with both of them. I honestly couldn't tell you which one's taller. I mean, I feel like I'm. Yeah, I feel like
1: they're similar size. I mean, Barry's kind of a little beefier of a dude, but I think they're fairly well the same size. They're just kind of average average size dudes are not time Majeski or tyler reddick tyler short Reddicks. guys or anything
0: i swear to god time
1: Majeski! oh my goodness man oh yeah that's the littlest man i've ever seen in my life I, <laughs> he is he's a tiny little dude
0: he's a great race car driver but i was just i was like whoa you're, you're small buddy <laughs> that's what i felt like when i was up against uh, reddick and and gibbs for that matter yeah. like i'm, yeah, a, gibbs I'm a is not a small guy big either yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and Reddick is, Preddick is extremely short as well, which is, it's just kind of funny.
0: It gave me hope that I can be uh, a good uh, racer at Boomers one day, right? Those little go go. karts at Boomers. That's, that's (laughs) what I want. I want to dominate that circuit.
1: Hey, it's great. You know, you can have tall guys like Carson Hosovar, Austin Sindrick. Those guys are super tall and little short guys can do just as well. I mean, you go watch, I went and watched the High Limits uh, and, and they just decided their points championship this weekend. Kyle Larson beat out Rico Abreu and, Enrico is is a little person and and he gets in that car and he's just as big as everybody else is you can't tell the difference. like that dude is a hell of a racer and it's, it's great to see like it's one of those sports this is one of those sports where it doesn't matter if you're a bigger guy like a ryan newman or, or a jimmy spencer back in the day or or you're a little tiny guy like time Ty and tyler Reddick. but i don't know how we got off on this tangent but uh
0: Anytime I get to flaunt my non height, I always take advantage of it. So, uh, in fact, great. Kyle Larson and I are the same size anyway. So that's kind of uh, a, something to put bo- there. It was. Uh, all right, let's go back to the to the underdog picks. This is a Friday episode, right? These guys should know by now what it's, to expect yeah, on a Friday episode. Uh, that's
1: how it gets at the end of the week. It
0: sure does. Um, all right, so I'm going to take the other side of the RFK coin, and I'm going to talk about Chris Buescher. But I don't think Chris Buescher actually is going to score a top ten finish in this race. Honestly, and I know that's sacrilege considering uh, that he's got two top ten finishes within the last four races, but one was at Bristol, a fourth place, and then the other was at the Charlotte Road course at seventh. Texas, he was 14th. Uh, Talladega doesn't necessarily count, but that was 19th. Kansas, he was 27th. Uh, go back to, he won Michigan, right, earlier. That was a, a good race for him there, but it's been lean since then. Like it, it Ever since the third place at Darlington, it's just been... A lot of swing and, and misses. and he's going to a track now that has not necessarily been the kindest to him. And I know that all season long, we've talked about the resurgence of RFK and that you can't necessarily count all of his old stats to compared to what he's doing. And that was that was oh, that was a valid argument while he was doing well. Now it seems like he's sort of fallen back to the wayside. And, and sort of struggling a little bit more. That team as a whole kind of has fallen off a little bit over the last few weeks, and uh, and it's it's evident because we talk about it, too. They're running around each other. They're not necessarily always right next to each other, but they're always within a couple of spots, and so if I still think that Brad Kozlowski can get a top-eight finish, that means that even if Chris Bush is around him, an 11th-place finish or a 12th-place finish is, I think... Far enough in that gap to where it's going to fall out, and even a tenth place finish at this because Busher's line, like I said, or Busher's number is set at nine. So a tenth place finish, even if he gets a top ten, it still falls outside of this. Look back at what he's done on this track in his career: a twenty-first in the spring, fifteenth before that, eighteenth, twenty-fifth, fourteenth, ninth, fourth, fourteenth. That's all in the seventeen car. I mean, I'm not really even going to count what happened in the thirty-seven or the thirty-four, but let's just say all of those were 15th or worse as well. So um, not really impressive finishes for Chris Busher on this track in particular. And like I said, the last couple of weeks, even at a track like Fort Worth where he started in second, he didn't hang on to that. In fact, he finished 14th. So a top 10 for Busher, Let's go. But it's probably just going to be a 10th place finish because I don't think uh, he'll finish ninth or better. I like
1: it. I think that uh, one of the keys on, on getting these underdogs picks and doing them right, like, we like to go with the better side, right? Cause it's a lot more fun, but I, I think you do. It's just, it's just like prop betting, right? It's better to bet the unders on things than it is to, to hit the overs. And and so I think it is good to mix in some unders. Uh, and so I do like that. I considered, oh, I highly considered going with an under here. Martin Trex jr. Is at 5.5. I'll give that an honorable mention as a, as a worse than finish, just because, uh, he hasn't shown it to me lately but uh, i know we had that discussion on the on the betting episode but uh, we'll see how it goes this week but next up for me rod you got it james dennis allen hamlin better than 4.5 come on i'm all about toyota this week i'm all about twenty three eleven this week i'm all about denny hamlin this week these toyotas are just good on these tracks denny hamlin is good on these tracks and i read off his finishes on the betting episode i think it was fifth seventh and fifth or, or something very similar to that his finishes in the round of eight last season not enough for him to make the final four they are going to come out swinging they are going to win this race last time i checked winning is better than 4.5 so i will take it uh denny's been good fifth place at texas second place at kansas but really he should have won that race right he led a ton of laps was leading until a couple laps to go and, and reddit got him with the new tires Led 177 laps at Darlington. Ah, the finish wasn't there because of the loose tire, and that's always the the little bit of a concern with Denny is sometimes the finishes aren't always the best, but third place at Michigan, one at Pocono, third place at Nashville, one Kansas in the spring, um, and some of those, you know, Kansas in the spring, Pocono, those were late race, run them down. He finds his way there at the end uh, a lot of the time, so give me Denny Hamlin to finish better than
0: 4.5. You know that... Now you know he's continuing to to charge forward uh, he's gonna have to get good finishes. like you said in the playoffs, nothing is given to you. nothing is handed to you. You have to go out and you have to earn it. And this may be the closest he gets again to another championship right He may not get this close again. So it's, you gotta see the... he's winning it this year. he's
1: it's gonna start. he's gonna win this weekend. That's gonna lock him in early. They're gonna get that card nice and fine tuned up. Denny Hamlin, your 2023 champion. He gets the the monkey off the back. It all starts this weekend in in Las Vegas.
0: Boy, and then can you imagine after that? Because now, I mean, with 23-11, he's set. You win that championship, you could start thinking about when it's time to hang it up. Do I have one? Do I have two more seasons left? Like, that's an off-season that you want.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. But that, I mean, that's... Again, we'll get into the championship thing when we get to Phoenix. But that's the one thing like he's got everything he's won the crown jewels three daytona 500s i mean he's got everything but the championship now he's got he's starting to build the owner legacy as an owner and with the greatest athlete of all time i mean oh yeah it's it's all good for denny and and getting that championship finally will be the the crowning achievement for sure but starts this weekend he's gonna finish better than 4.5
0: I love it. Uh, you know who is not necessarily loving life right now? That's Pitbull, uh, and you know why? Because Trackhouse has sort of fallen by the wayside. They have been so good uh, at times, and then they've just been so bad at times. Uh, but listen, here's here's the thing. I I started out wanting to fade Chastain and take his uh, lower than number, which is set at nine. Right, so his his finishing position is a set at nine. I was like, okay, definitely want lower on this one because it's Ross Chastain. <sighs> but then I saw, then I then I looked at it and I said, well, you know what? I'm being too hard on him uh, because I've taken a look at his last few finishes on intermediate tracks: a second place at Texas not too long ago, actually, um, and then a 13th place at Kansas, not that far away from a ninth place finish. Fifth at Darlington. He won at Nashville, right? Uh a couple of bad weeks at Charlington and Darlington. Or Charlotte and Darlington. Charlington. <laughs> Can you tell us the good building
1: a new track when he hits the Powerball on Thursday. Or when he hit the Powerball last night, I should say. I'm gonna I'm and, gonna build uh, <laughs>
0: that Charlington track. Charlington
1: is is the track he's building.
0: A <laughs> Couple of bad days at Charlotte and Darlington. Uh 22nd and 29th finish, but fifth at Kansas earlier in the year. Twelfth at Vegas earlier in the spring just outside of the top 10, second at Homestead, second at Vegas last year, seventh at Kansas last year, fifth at Nashville, seventh at Kansas, like third at Vegas again. The thing about uh, Ross Chastain is that he's had really good finishes here in the last three races, third and second, and then 12 just outside of the top 10. So how is it? Excuse me. how has it been outside of that? Well, 10th place at the Roval last week, but... I don't even think that was a 10th place car crashed out of Talladega 23rd at Bristol uh, 17th at Daytona 18th at Watkins Glen 17th at Indy at, uh, GP all of these non oval tracks have been very very tough for him uh, and and short tracks for that matter I shouldn't say all oval tracks but uh, all road courses but yes it's short tracks and road courses have not been kind to Ross Chastain over the last couple of months but he's done solidly on some intermediate tracks this season it's over for him too. I mean, Daniel Suarez is is kind of a footnote at this point too. So Trackhouse needs some traction, and uh, I think they're going to pour all their efforts into finishing well on this mile and a half in Vegas.
1: Yeah, so so you're taking better than right? I'm taking for, better for than yeah. I, yeah.
0: I yeah. I initially I initially uh, wanted to take lower or, or yeah lower than, but
1: yeah, I was kind of when he said Chast, I assumed it would be the other way. But I mean, looking at, at Ryan again over at iFantasy Racing. Uh, He talked about Chastain this week. Uh, He says he shows up at high-speed intermediates, 8.0 average finish on the high speeds, one-and-a-halves this year except for Charlotte. Uh, In the next gen at Las Vegas, he has the second-best average finish at 5.7, the best driver rating, and the best average running position at 5.0. He was 12th in the spring but 7th with four laps to go before that late caution. So, yeah, I mean, it's as much as it might be kind of a surprise – you might actually see see Chastain this weekend and so I don't at all hate going that direction even though it's scary with Chastain as of late
0: <laughs> it really is again I had to talk myself into taking the the higher then but uh, i I did it and uh, now that Ryan's backing me up I, I feel much better about that so uh, my own research and his research have shown the same thing
1: yeah it's it's always so reassuring when i I look something up or, or I'm you know I'm like okay I've got this guy. And then I'll go browse through his stuff, and I'm like, "All right, his his statistics back it up. That's a good thing."
0: <laughs> I'm not crazy. Um. Okay. Well, so listen, we we said that we were going to. So let's let's go over one more time just what we got as far as our uh our underdog picks for this. Um. Let's see. You picked uh the first one. I didn't write it down again. This is <laughs> this is me being. This is
1: this is Rod's test. We'll see how good he was listening.
0: All right. So I uh, Cody started you out with. Uh, Chase Elliott as his better than uh, fifth uh, fifth place, right? Fifth and a half? 8.0.
1: 8.0. Ah,
0: oh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> and then I gave you Brad Keselowski as better than a ninth place finish. Uh, and then Cody gave you Bubba Wallace as... Higher than an eighth place finish as well. 10th place. 10th place. <laughs> God damn it. I hate this. Over. That's
1: how you got the drivers right. Wrong order. Got them right.
0: And then I gave you Chris <laughs> busher as lower than a ninth place uh position. And then uh Cody gave you Hamlin as better than a fifth place finish.
1: 4.5. So basically.
0: Damn it. <laughs> Uh well yeah so it's better than a four Same yeah yeah that's right uh better than a fifth well four point five and then I gave you Ross Chastain lower than actually it's nine and a half so a ninth place finish will get this done for Ross Chastain uh nice. I love that um all right and then we we're right. gonna throw in a, a football one in there
1: yeah throw in a football one I am going to go over to Minnesota at Chicago one of the noon games Central Time Jordan Addison the rookie wide receiver I'm gonna take him higher than 54.5 receiving yards jefferson done he right he's out he's on the ir not going to be playing i know they got kj osborne for whatever reason he's being featured over addison that's fine give him the attention this bear's defense is horrible addison has gotten his plays really big and really good at getting the big plays Um, but he's racking up the yards through six games he's gone over this number four times um with he had 64 last week against the chiefs didn't have any catches against carolina which was kind of whatever i don't really know what happened in that game uh but before that 82 against the chargers 72 against the eagles 61 against the tampa bay buccaneers i think they're going to work him in more with the the absence of justin jefferson i think the number's not really been corrected for that at at only 54.5 so jordan addison over 54.5 receiving yards that's my NFL play that I'm gonna toss in with uh with our racing picks here
0: I for the love of all things holy hope you are right because I have addison but I also saw that um my a little little alert said that his uh it would change from healthy to questionable so and
1: him and half the league I
0: I know, I know, but yeah, I always get a little tinge concerned. of like, ah, when that happens, because yeah, then I'm
1: kind of when like, you think Aaron Jones is going to play for you on Monday night and then uh, right before the game, he gets ruled out and you're completely fucked with no other options. I would hate <laughs> if that happened to me last week <laughs> in multiple leagues, oh, God
0: damn, which which I, I think it kind of did. <laughs> it, it, oh, sorry. Did I make that obvious? <laughs> yeah, I think I think quite possibly you did. Um, all right, I am going to go to one that I don't necessarily think is is as obvious as it would be, and that's Derrick Henry. His rushing oh, yards. I
1: looked at this one.
0: 65 and a half. If I were to tell you to take uh, lower than 65 and a half, you Ooh. would probably go, Rod, you're nuts. But yep. listen to me. He had 43 oh. yards last week against the Colts. Yeah, he blew up for 122 against Cincinnati, but that's Cincinnati. Right, but he had 20 against the Browns. Okay, he had 84, uh, 80 against the Chargers. That's great, but 63 against the Saints. Dare I say, Derrick Henry has been inconsistent as anything over the last few weeks. You look at what the Ravens have done against running backs: Damian Pierce, 38 yards; Joe Mixon, 59 yards; Zach Moss had a just a bonkers game. I don't know where that came from, but whatever. Tips to you, Zach Moss. But uh, Pierre Strong, 49 yards against them, uh, and then Jalen Warren and Najee Harris both only combined for 77 yards against this Ravens defense. They're tough against the run, my friend, and an inconsistent Derrick Henry is not somebody I'm trusting. I got burnt by him in fantasy more than I haven't this week or this season, and I'm I'm very low on his ability to get over 66 or get higher than 65 yards this week.
1: Oh, I looked at it, but I was looking at it the other way. I hope you're wrong on this one. Uh, I have my fair share of of Derrick Henry. You and I uh, both, things. buddy. But hey, it's uh, it's the London game, right? The old guy maybe got a little jet lag. Maybe he's not running great. Uh, again, hope you're wrong, but uh, can't argue too much against it because uh, as a Derrick Henry manager. It's not been a lot of fun this
0: season. <laughs> no. And and I thought I got him as a steal, too. I was like, mm-hmm. I am so oh, lucky. I loved
1: how much he was dropping. It's great.
0: It's got to give those, those joints a little
1: time to warm up later on this season. If you make it to the fantasy playoffs, he's got the Texans twice. Notoriously eats the Texans alive. Uh, so hopefully that's the case. But uh, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Again, like I said, at face value, that Derrick Henry won, everybody's going to smash the higher then, but not yep. so fast That's, my friends
1: hey just just mentioned a few minutes ago sometimes it's better to take the underside so there you go
0: hey and here's the thing this is what i live by too and now i i've i've i'm such an optimist that i love to take the the higher side of things uh, but somebody that that continually gives lowers out they say you're always winning the lower end of it until you're not so yeah well you start you start winning that that
1: thing right you you're hitting it right from the get-go and you're hitting it unless they get to that certain thing. So it, it and again, it's not the sexy option, which is probably what makes it the better option. So it's uh it makes them fun.
0: Indeed. Uh, all right. That'll do it for our underdog episode. Uh, again, always fun for these ones. Uh, I, and again, like I said, I know it's not, it's not conducive. We're not supposed to talk, but I love this style of play. I love being able to analyze the the players performances and and come up with the the storylines as to how they're going to get more or less than the number that they're given it's just so much fun to craft these stories
1: yeah and again a lot of these plays go hand in hand with the the, the picks we give out on the gambling episode earlier in the week a lot of listeners aren't in legal states underdogs legal a lot more places because it's not gambling it's a fantasy skill game right and this gives you the opportunity to get out on some type of action same thing with the DraftKings and, and you know the DFS lineups. It gives you that opportunity to have some skin in the game if you're not able to bet. So it's uh, a lot of fun. And again, even if it is legal to bet, you should do it anyways because it's still a lot of fun. But uh, it's, it's that extra opportunity for those that, that can't. So it's a uh, good time. Love it. Love underdog. And I've been having a hell of a fun time doing these across all sports not hockey but uh, the other sports
0: (laughs) yeah and again if if this is the only episode that you're listening to the other drivers that are on this we've talked about a lot of them already on the betting episode and so you can you can glean especially if we give you like this driver should be a top five driver well then you see their number set at nine you're like well then shoot i need to take this as a yeah
1: and it's just like dfs too right if we talk about you know brandon jones has the upside of finishing in the top five well you know you go play him on dfs because he's got that upside or or whatever it all it all correlates somewhere they add they as the time of we're recording this there's no xfinity on here but xfinity is usually added on later in the week um so that's always a lot of fun to play those as well you can cross xfinity and cup trucks are on there when the trucks are racing uh f1 gets thrown in there if you're an f1 gambling podcast fan uh and they do sometimes they have f1 qualifying and everything in there as well so And then again, yeah, your NHLs, your NBAs, that's all starting back up. MLB playoffs are in there, NFL. You got fighting, you got whatever it is, they got it on there. So it's wonderful.
0: Esports, it's all in there for you. So That's right. Uh, All right, let us close the chapter on this one and uh, send everybody on their way for the weekend. Of course, we'll be back for you on Monday to wrap everything on up and uh, give you a, a rundown of how the weekend went. Uh, But yeah, until then, enjoy your weekend. Cody, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you in the meantime on social media.
1: Yep, follow me on X, at housegrunnerscorezeb. You can find all my work over there. Follow the show as well. uh, Make sure you subscribe to YouTube over there. Click that bell so you can get those alerts when we go live. Check out the episodes over there as well. Sometimes we got our fun little props we like to, at least I like to play with stuff sometimes, so.
0: I love it, yes. Uh, and then, of course, rate, review, do all those fun things that podcasters always tell you to do because it really does make a difference to our bosses and to uh, our egos because we're driven by ego. That's how we roll. But, uh, yeah, I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bot, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's sportsbook, reviews, props as well. Check out In Between Media. Our, our episode about Las Vegas is up right now with Seth and Elliot. And then, of course... Fast Money. That episode is out for frequency's sake on their YouTube channel as well. Lots going on. Lots of fun in Vegas but we'll see you next week to wrap it all up. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.